Welcome to the Be the Change podcast, a global volunteers production where we will explore people traveling, volunteering, and living outside their comfort zones. Welcome back to the Be the Change podcast. I'm Ruth Curran, and I'm so glad that you came back to join me today. In this episode, we'll dig into a concept that runs through all of Global Volunteers programs. It's that continuity of service, that making a commitment to a community to come back month after month and year after year, as long as volunteers and teams are needed and invited. We'll actually hear stories today that illustrate that commitment in action and show what's possible when volunteers come back time after time after time. I think Lisa Gromlick, Dean of the Environment at the University of Washington and two-time Tanzania Global Volunteer, just nailed it. She summarized exactly what's important about that commitment to a community and the continuity of service and the ability of a community to tap into the resources of volunteers and get what it needs and it wants and it requests consistently, time after time. That's a lot of trust. Listen to this next piece. Lisa just gets it right. Well, I think the interesting thing about it's two weeks of your time, but it's because Global Volunteers has been doing this for a couple of decades and will continue to do it, you know, for decades into the future. And that you're you're really part of a long chain of providing service and hope and building community. And so it's it's two weeks of your time that is so leveraged by the work that has been done before you and that will go on after you. And, and so there's a legacy. You get to be a little link in that change that has just huge and profound implications for the long term. This next story does a really good job of illustrating the cumulative effect of teams coming into the same location, in the same community, time after time. The storyteller's name is Pam. Pam has led 50 plus trips, but this story comes from a series of trips that she led to Romania. The focus of those service programs was an orphanage where about half the children had some kind of severe disability and all were suffering from lack of human contact. There just weren't enough adults to go around for all the children that were there who needed care. So Global Volunteers, at the invitation of the orphanage, sent in a series of teams. Pam started this story in last week's episode when we were talking about moments that got in people's hearts. These changes that Pam's talking about in this part of the conversation speak to why Global Volunteers continues to go back to the same location and really what that can do. Yeah, you know, you know, it was interesting. We were the first team that was at this clinic. And when we arrived, it was very quiet. There was no noise and there were 30 babies and there just simply was no noise, which was really weird. We got there at maybe eight in the morning or whatever. There was no noise. And 
because the baby's new crying didn't get them anything. There was no point in crying because they didn't get anything. So by the end, when we would pull up at eight in the morning, you'd hear crying from the clinic, your babies, because they were waiting for their food, their attention. Um, and it's because each group went. My group started, but then there were two other teams. And then after, I think I was there three times, and then sadly the government closed the clinic. But during that period of time, probably, oh my goodness, maybe 50, 50 volunteers over the period of time held and touched. And it, it, it's why I go back. I mean, it's, people ask me, why do you lead teams? It's lots of work. But when you see what happens, just the little, little bit that you do, and the next person does a little bit, that, that's what it is. When listening to stories about the impact of teams following each other into a community, what strikes me is what's needed is the trust from the community that the teams really will continue to come. And I think that's a big thing. This next story shows that sometimes it doesn't take a lot of teams. Sometimes it takes a really good relationship between global volunteers and a community partner to create that trust and to make that magic happen. Our storyteller's name is Jeff, and Jeff has led several teams to this little town in Cuba. And you can tell by the tone in his voice and the way he tells his stories and the love that just oozes out of every word that he thoroughly enjoys his trips to Cuba. Let's listen as Jeff talks about the changes that he's seen. Why is the short-term volunteer, the volunteer who's only in a country uh, for two weeks effective, as opposed to, to the type of volunteer who might serve six months, two years in a particular place. I can speak to that question because I had the opportunity in 2016-2017 to serve in Ciego de Avila with a team in December of 2016, and then return again in March of 2017. What's important for global volunteers is we're sending short-term volunteers, but on a regular basis. So I had a team in December, and I returned with another team in March. There were teams in Ciego de Avila working with our community partner in January of 2017 and February of 2017. So there was a constant, almost constant presence of global volunteers in this small town in Cuba, Ciego de Avila. And the volunteers are working on the same projects, but also additional projects that are identified by the community partner. Uh, in December of 2016, our volunteers were involved with a community garden, helping to plant seeds, harvest uh, the produce, uh, to weed the garden. They were also involved with a sewing workshop where they were creating items that would be sold to, to benefit uh, the community partner, which is a Baptist church, and some of the residents of Ciego de Avila. Uh, and the third ongoing work project is, is English conversations with the children, with the adults of Ciego de Avila to help them improve their language skills 
particularly their specifically their their skills in in, in English. Uh, but in March, Eduardo Gonzalez identified another project for us. In addition to the other three, he asked that uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we send volunteers to a home of a woman named Liliana. Liliana is fighting breast cancer. Her daughter has Down syndrome. Uh, Liliana's husband, Jose, worked with our global volunteers to, to build a wall, to enlarge their home for the family. And it really touched the volunteers who contributed to this family by helping to build a wall for their home. But at the same time, it, it provided that one-on-one -on -one opportunity to really get to know people in the community where we serve. So the advantage of global volunteers sending volunteers on a regular basis is we're meeting people, befriending people, helping people on a regular basis, using people who are not having to give up major chunks of their life, like a, like a two-year commitment. They're only giving up two weeks to, to make that service contribution. Our final story today comes from a young man named Mike. Mike, with his friend Elisa, co-led an alternative spring break trip for their college to Cuba. From my conversations with Mike, I can tell that it was a great experience. In this segment, Mike talks about how he firsthand saw the impact of multiple teams coming into this one location teaching conversational English. Mike does a great job of conveying that impact in real human terms. The fact that Global Volunteers goes in and has an established relationship with these communities is already so much more valuable than just, oh, I'm going to go somewhere and volunteer for a week that, and they have never had volunteers before and they never will after me. I think kind of being a part of a chain, I, I mean, I definitely felt it when I was there. The people who I worked with um, with English conversations were telling me about what they were doing the week before. And I can kind of take them the next step and help them the next week. Um, and kind of, yeah, being able to like, uh, so the person who I was with a couple times, I uh, was a 55 year old surgeon um, with advanced English who takes a bus an hour each way to, after a day of being a surgeon to uh, participate in English conversations. And he does this, you know, every week. So he, we must, have been doing something right to, to keep him coming back and to um, keep helping him improve his English. Um, and I think that's really cool to not just go into a community and do something and then leave, but know that after we leave, someone else will come and kind of keep carrying on the work that we've been doing. That crazy magic just starts happening when a community trusts that volunteers are going to come back and that they really are going to support the needs of the community and that this just isn't another hit-and-run volunteer opportunity. It's that commitment that makes a difference, that commitment to building a trust. I'm reminded of a conversation that I had recently with Michelle Gran, the co-founder of Global Volunteers. In that conversation, Michelle explained to me that it wasn't easy to build these relationships and to build the trust that exists between global volunteers and the community partners. 
every volunteer who serves on a service program with Global Volunteers now reaps the benefits of those 33 plus years of relationship building, that goodwill that spread throughout the community when an organization is committed to continuity of service, to showing up time after time and helping a community. In our next episode, we'll hear stories from people talking about how participating in a service program changed their approach to their daily lives, what they do now at their home. Just give me a translator and a stethoscope and I'll be happy. Um, that was not going to happen. <laughs> that was not the plan. But, you know, this was this uh, notion of uh, being on a trip where you're doing something that you're really not sure you know how to do or want to do and stretching uh, to your limits. If you'd like to learn more about anyone featured in today's episode, go to bethechange.blog. If you'd like to learn more about participating in a Global Volunteer Service Program, go to www.globalvolunteers.org. See you next time.